Sup. The opinions and views expressed in this podcast are that of our own and future Bachelor only, and not affiliated with any outside party or entity. This fun podcast may include some adult language. Future Bachelor Podcast. Welcome to Future Bachelor. My name is Sai. And I'm Veronica. And we talk about everything pop culture, dating, and Bachelor. This episode, we're covering Kanye's comeback, sizzling new Sports Illustrated swimsuit stars, and how Freud stays winning with how Mike P views our bachelorette. Hell yeah. And this is episode 172. Boo, boo, boo. I love it. Yeah. I don't know if you guys noticed or not. We're on the road, or I am at least. So um, oh, this God. is how we're coming at you with our own sound effects from the mouth. No theme yeah. music, <laughs> straight into the show. But I know. Should, I think I might even still have that Hamhorn app that like everybody oh, got back in yeah, like 2015. Yeah. I mean, I could always add it in later. I just, you know, we're just gonna keep it simple today, guys. So, um, V, how are you doing? What's going on with you? You know, um, I am. This is like you know week. You know, my summer going into early fall. Is a lot of back and forth for me. So this past week was like one of the only weekends of July that I'm not out of town. So because of that, I got to enjoy going to Live After Five, which is a like block party festival um, every third Thursday. That's back again now, like, you know, in this new post-COVID sort of not really world um, in Roswell up in one of the burbs of Atlanta. So I that know, was a I was lot. I was really of- jealous. Like I, I was like I was hoping to go to that first one with you guys, but you know, I know we missed you. It was a good time being able to see Sims. Shout out to Sims. That's hey. a throwback boop, to boop, any boop. <laughs> any any listeners who know. Uh, if you know, you know. Yeah, that used to be a thing. Um, and Shroggy, it was good to see the boys. And then you know, we ended up at uh, Johnny's Hideaway at the end of the night somehow, some way. And, you know, wow. I made sure some old man paid for my beers and I danced up the dance floor. So oh, it was a good time. Yeah, um, it's always a good time when it ends at Johnny's, right? Um, oh, for sure. Uh, yeah, no, I'm in uh, Lake George right now. You know, I had to come up for um, for a friend's funeral. So, you know, that kind of brought up some people, um, my friends that I wasn't really actually expecting to see sometimes. And um just having a good time up here. You know, I've been jet skiing. I've been going out, just the friends, meeting up with old friends and stuff. I just, I just missed my hometown, you know? So, um, yeah, I'm really happy to be up here right now. I just went from Lake George actually to like towards Albany, which is about an hour away from my hometown. And, um, I'm staying with my mm. friend JT right now and his son's story. So, um, Oh, yay. That's yeah. so fun. Story is my godson. Is that actually the first time I'm meeting him in person. So, wow. Um, yeah, he's so cute. It's ridiculous. So that's why I'm trying to make this a short episode so I can go and play with him a little bit. So, um, but yeah, so I'm like really happy today and, um, it's been an amazing week, uh, with some friends and who I consider family. So, um, but your v, family, yeah, if you exactly, will. exactly. Um, well, you know, what have you been watching without the well, sound effects? I know, I know. It's not as jarring. I know. Um, when you ask it that way. Also, I'm in like my friend's like r- a studio right now, so I'm just like, I don't know how loud I can be. It's, it's actually soundproof though. So yeah, I see the little soundproofing and yeah, stuff around there. I think we're there, good. So. I think we're good. I love that. Yeah. Um, but I honestly have not been watching like anything new. This past week, I've been keeping up with my, you know, my reality shows, my whatever that I, and um, 
the end of Loki, but I was watching some old RuPaul's Drag Race because um, one of my best friends, Ian, just told me that he is a production assistant for one of the upcoming seasons, uh, and it's an all-time, an all-star season. So I'm like watching some of the seasons that I didn't watch, so I could like know a little bit more about the queens who might be on that season, because he obviously can't tell me anything because of an NDA of who could be on there. But I'm excited for that. And then I'm about to start season two of Never Have I Ever on Netflix. Netflix, which is a great little like you know coming of age uh, series that I love a lot. So you know, definitely recommend that to anybody. Very cool, very cool. Um, well, I don't know. What have you been watching? Yes, um, <laughs> I was waiting. Um, the I uh, you know I fi- I think last year I got a little. Uh, it might not even been a whole year ago, but I started watching a show called Alone, where like they send people out to go live alone in the mountains or like in the woods. And they have to survive like a hundred days. Um, Into the thick of it. Yeah, uh, it's like really, yeah, it's really <laughs> actually a, a really good show. If you guys haven't seen Alone, they like put random seasons on Netflix. So right now they have season seven. They're trying to win a million dollars if they can last a hundred days. Ten people get out there and um, it's very exciting. So I've been watching that. And then um, my friend, while I was here, he put on this movie called The Empty Man. And I thought it was going to be dumb. And uh, it actually wasn't that dumb. Like, you should check out the empty. Not that dumb, you <laughs> I mean, like, I don't know. Like, movies are, I, I don't know. It, it was pretty good. Like, if you like scary movies, um, check mm. it out. It's called The Empty Man. I think you'd like it. I still got to check out the ending, though. So it might might be a twerk. Oh, you haven't finished well, it Well, my yet? friend finished it. Did you up, fall asleep? <laughs> no, I went out, like, to the bar. Um, well, so you pre-gamed with the scary movie? <laughs> yeah, you know, that's just how you have to do sometimes. Um, no, I don't you know, know me. My my pregame rituals are always w- random and weird. So it's they either kind that of or Shania Twain. So um, I mean, Shania Twain is more relatable to me than a yeah. scary movie pregame. Yeah. Sarah McLaughlin. Um, so yeah, that's what I've been watching. Um, v, why don't we talk about some quick hits? What do we got for some quick hits today? I know. Um, we're there. Um, so Halsey welcomed their first child with boyfriend Aleve Aiden. Um, that they named the child Ender Ridley, I believe, or Ridley, Ridley, Aiden. Um, and so they look like such a happy little family. I'm so excited that uh, Halsey is finally a mom, uh, especially because I know they had a miscarriage in their past and things of that nature. So super exciting to see. And, you know, perfect timing as her. Do we know who the father al- is? Yeah, Aleve Aiden is is the boyfriend and father. Okay. They're together. Okay. Yeah. Um, that's what's he's up. like some like director. He's like Swedish or something. I don't know. Um, some sort of like you know Eastern European with his last name. Uh, not sure. Right on. What exactly? What else we got? Um, Kanye, as I teased in her little opener, Kanye is releasing a new album called Donda, named after his late mother. And um, he will be doing like a little listening party here in Atlanta at the Mercedes-Benz Stadium on Thursday. Surprisingly, the tickets, I thought they would be like, they're going on eBay for like 300 something dollars, but like off of Ticketmaster itself, they're like a hundred or some. I mean, obviously with fees that gets up to like 160, 70 dollars or so um but 
Yeah, I'm interested to see it. I don't I think it's going to be a break from what he was doing with the gospel album. I think it's going to be kind of back more to I heard it's still I heard it's still an a gospel album, but just like yeah, the music is just incredible. I'm, I'm hearing like a lot of people have been like tweeting about how great the album right. is and they're like this is not just the easy season. This is easy era. That's what they're saying. Oh, damn. So um, people are people are excited. So a lot of I know a lot of people here in Atlanta that are going to the listening experience. Um, you know, people so, are going. Yeah. Like who? Uh, like I know uh, Zach Seely is going. I think I know another couple like random like uh, former compadre, former former guest and compadre Solomon's going. Wow. Um, so cool. So cool. Other people. Um, I'll be coming back to Atlanta that day. So, um, I, unfortunately, otherwise, I would get VIP for it. But, um, yeah. You know me. But, anyway, speaking of Kanye West, um, what else we got in Kanye news? He is he produced uh, Lil Nas X's new song that is coming out this week called Industry Baby that will be featuring Jack Harlow, one of you know your side favorite uh, rappers right now. I mean, um, I, this has to be a hit. Like, it's Kanye, Jack it's Harlow, be a hit. Lil Nas X. Like, come on. Have we gotten a well, snippet of it or? No, well, like he did like a little snippet and teaser in a TikTok video that was, um, I think this was very clever because then the like full teaser for it shows him like in a courtroom because there was a whole issue around the whole Satan sneaker after Montero dropped where like it was copyright issues or whatever with I think Nike about the sneaker that was supposed to like modeled after the song on tarot. Um, and so the teaser is, and even the TikTok that he made is like playing off of this idea that he's in court for that. Um, so I'm interested to see, you know, I mean, this might actually start sparking up like little Nas X in like movies and TV shows and stuff. Like I wouldn't be surprised. Oh, for sure. Yeah, no, I, I think little Nas X is very talented. He is of the internet and he really understands like what makes stuff viral and like work and i think this is gonna be a bop in more ways than one for sure for sure all right let's talk about si i mean si <laughs> nice yeah well, but then, boom, psh, wah, wah, wah. oh my god <laughs> what else we got so Sports Illustrated Swimsuit Issue hits newsstands this week, um, and the cover reveal happened earlier this week. So there's, for the past couple of years, they usually do like three, a couple rotating covers. So like if you go to a newsstand, you can pick of the different covers. And um, the ones that are the cover stars are Megan Thee Stallion, who's the first ever rapper as a cover star. Um Naomi Osaka, so kind of one of the in the long line of great athletes. That's one of the cover starts, and then Lena Bloom, who will be the first trans woman uh, woman on the cover of the magazine, and also first trans woman of color featured in the magazine. So um, definitely, you know, Sports Illustrated uh, swimsuit edition has really been leveling up in these past years as someone who 
I have like back in my bookcase back here, I have like probably the last like four or five years issues. Um, and as someone who's studied magazines, like I have always loved this magazine and what they've been doing over the past couple of years to make it more inclusive and uh, do different things like that. And some of the stars that we talked about that will be in it are people like, you know, Natalie from Vo- the Vlog Squad. Um, Tanache is one of them in there. Um, they have like a 57-year-old model in there and a lot of different folks. So always exciting to see a lot of different women and beauty represented. I was actually yeah. like, just like, I'd just seen some like controversy actually, like something about like Megan Kelly was like in some like controversy with Naomi Osaka because she was like calling her out on like, you know, how Naomi Osaka left, you know, the game to because she didn't want to do the interviews and all that stuff. And now she's like on Sports Illustrated in a swimsuit and, and, Naomi Osaka was like, I did this like a year ago. So yeah, like, you know, literally. Yeah. Um, that's how the, yeah, that's how magazines work. Like she did it before she even was in the Grand Slam or anything like that. So, so yeah, she kind of shut her down right there. But um, yeah, do we got any other quick hits? Um, so I guess as we've been realizing, all roads kind of lead back to LeBron. Last week it was Drake and, you know, being with the Marley Bailey's, uh, Mom and, you know, how Space Jam coming out. In Space Jam. But uh, this next row that leads back to LeBron is how Adele is dating his agent, Rich Paul, and was seen together at uh, Game 5 of the NBA Finals this past Saturday. So they're a hot little item right now. And, you know, good for Adele. How long have they been dating? uh, A lot of reports are saying probably for like a the past month or two. Um, but she was, people thought that she was, uh, dating British Raptor Skepta. So, uh, not exactly sure where the timelines, you know, where those timelines are. Okay. Well, um, that's what's up. Uh, Adele, I getting out there and putting it in the public. You gotta love it. Um, Amazon's new reality show. What do we got? Amazon has a new reality show called Tampa Bay's that will be hitting prime um, this fall. And it's going to be about like a group of lesbian women in the Tampa area and like their lives of the LGBTQ scene. And, you know, that area of Florida, it looks I mean, I feel like it's going to be kind of like a lesbian version of like a Jersey Shore kind of vibe, because I mean, uh, or like Floribama Coast because it's just like kind of like the culture of that area, but you know, but make it gay. So um, I'm interested to see what like how this you know follows them and you know their partying lifestyle or what it's like to or be. Or if it's gonna be a hit. Yeah, yeah, it could it t- could total flop. It could. Exactly. Um, well, what made you go yikes this week, V? Uh, you know. As I brought up, I think these past couple of weeks, it's been it's been the space race of the billionaires lately. And uh, Bezos, Jeffrey Bezos, was one of them that got up into the atmosphere uh, this past week and literally, you know, was up and down in ten minutes in his very phallic looking um, <laughs> spaceship. <laughs> Which, <laughs> which that if that wasn't enough to make you go yikes, I think the real yikes moment for me was how he thanked Amazon customers and employees for funding, you know, this, you know, billion or so dollar expedition, 10 minute expedition into space uh, for him, which to me, the big the yikes behind that is that this man is so wealthy, even though he did give like, you know, a hundred million dollars to the 
the commentators there to like donate to their charity of choice or whatever. This man has so much money. He could have like funded like distribution of vaccines to different areas. He could have like, he could really like help solve or at least like lead to solving like hunger in just the United States alone, even or like homelessness or whatever. But instead he's out here thanking customers capitalism at its finest for getting him into space but yeah i couldn't help but see all the austin powers dr evil comparisons and stuff. oh yes that was incredible and very accurate i felt like yeah, and i really feel like um they're gonna bring back austin powers for some reason i have this feeling that i've been seeing this this is like the stuff that i I keep an eye on and I've been seeing this like, is a future bachelor prediction. Yes. I've been seeing Austin Powers, all the, the trilogy on Netflix popping back up. And then I've seen like Austin Powers in, I think uh, I saw it in space jam. And now with this, I just think they're going to bring it back. So made it, made that prediction here right now. Um, the, uh, why don't we talk about the, this is the point in the show. We talk about the bachelor. Yeah. Ah, Oh, wow. Let's talk about it. What do we got? What do we start? So it's week seven of Katie's season of The Bachelorette. Um, and, you know, things are things are getting gnarly because next week is hometowns. Hometowns, she says with air quotes. Um, and so the guys, it's this is do or die moment. So when the first date card comes out, it's a one-on-one and it's for our dude Greg, which this is his second one-on-one. So he gets to go on a one-on-one with Katie to like a pseudo Seattle-like date. So very Seattle-themed. Katie is dressed literally like a 12-year-old for this date. I don't understand her outfit. Um, I guess she matches with him once again. They always match. I literally, when I saw him getting ready for the date in like, you know, a green flannel, I'm like, this bitch is going to walk out in like a green flannel. And then she's out in this green t-shirt. I'm like, close enough. And because they're always like in matching flannels or whatever. Um, And I just, I just have a bone to pick. Like I'm all about comfort and simplicity in outfits. Like I'm not saying that for this date, she needed to be in some like high heels or something extravagant because it was like you know, supposed to be like a low key, like, oh, we're walking around Seattle kind of day date. But like, add some interest. Katie is a very plain looking girl, cute, but plain looking. Add some interest. A oversized t-shirt and skinny jeans and slip on sneakers is not interesting. And I don't want to watch somebody on national TV going on a date in an outfit that I might have. No, I wouldn't have even worn that when I was in middle school. So I just that is my bone to pick with their stylist. It's just I'm not here for it. Yeah. What but, do you think about their their date? They seem to have like this ridiculous little like montage of like really corny stuff. It was all very as someone who was in Seattle like a month ago, it was all very like stereotypical like, oh, we're at Katie's place market. But at some I point eat. it just looked like they were starting to trash the place. <laughs> like, you know, what I'm I know they were like throwing the fish like and um they're like throwing uh, the like the the clamshells on the ground. They're like legit yeah. throw the fish into the, like the lights and like broke all the lights like, broke. Yeah. yeah, I was like, damn, you guys, like, what is going on? Yeah, and I was like, it, you know, in a movie that looks cute, but like on this, it's just like, okay, what the hell? You guys look like psychos, like, <laughs> you know, just um, everything. Yeah, but, uh, I mean, and th- their date was pretty run of the mill. I mean, 
Katie brought up how she felt like she's always worried that like Greg might leave or whatever, even though like she's like, whenever I feel nervous in a rose ceremony, I look at you and like whatever. But she's like, sometimes I worry that like you don't want to be here, like you want might leave and blah, blah, blah. Well, and now, like, see, that's a big mistake I thought on her part. It's like you sh- you just planted something that like I don't think was like an actual thing. Like I don't think he had planned to leave ever. Now no. that now that you mentioned it, I feel like he's gonna use that against her in the future and just be like, Oh, now I'm leaving because I can't take it anymore or something. Like, you know? Well, yeah, like you doubted me or like whatever. Yeah. But um, Well, now that I know she- that that's something you're you're scared of, and if he's a manipulator, he's going to take what like, you know Yeah. The stuff that she's given him. So but yeah. So they I end mean, up- and he had his typical sad boy resting face resting sad boy face for the entire time. But um he, like, you know, his main thing on this date is that he talks about how, you know, he was bullied in middle school. I'm like, yeah, everyone was, okay? Like, get over it, Greg. Um, but he gets a rose at the end of the date, so he's for sure going to hometowns. Yeah, why is she so obsessed with meeting his mother? I don't know. Like, I feel like it just kind of came... She's like, I'm going to meet your mom. I know, like, I guess they had brought it up a couple of times before, but I'm like, okay. It felt, like, sort of, like, aggressive. I feel like we were missing bits of conversation that happened. And Mm -hmm. I'm like, was I not paying attention hard enough? Or, like, what's going on? So what else we got? Then the next thing that happens is a group date card. And because, you know, names are read on the group date card, then we figure out who is our final... um, our final one-on-one and the final one-on-one is Mike P and Brendan, uh, pretty much unbeknown. Brendan is pretty unknown to us. He's just been on there, had his weird fluffy hair. He isn't even getting a chance for a one-on-one. And so he is not pleased. So he goes and knocks on Katie's door to be like, Hey, like, I don't feel great about like, I obviously feel like our conversations that we've had have been good. Like how come you didn't give me a one-on-one? Like, how am I going to prove to you that I deserve like a hometown if you don't give me a one-on-one? Uh, blah See, blah blah. See, at first I thought he was being like, uh, like, um, I, at first he he sh- I felt like he was he shouldn't have done that, and then I was like, well, actually, yeah, this is probably it, the best move. Yeah, I mean, it cut his losses because then she's all like, well, you know, now that you're here, I'm not even going to make you go through all of this. To just be sent home anyways. Well, I mean, so I mean, uh, you'll you'll see what she saved him from when you see the the next one on one date and what happened to him. So, um, I mean, the next thing that ends up happening, he ends up going home, and um, and I don't think she felt like any way about it. But no, I mean, I don't think she she literally was all like, you know, other relationships have progressed farther than yours. I can't, I'm not gonna, you know. Why Why on his way out was, like, Blake the only person he said bye to? So, what I found out, I saw uh, Betches um, post this, that I guess um, Blake and him knew each other. From They're both from Canada. Mm. They played on, like, the same hockey team in college or something, like, prior to the show. Um, and so, actually, Blake encouraged him to try out for the show before, you know, Blake new Katie or you know whatever mm-hmm. all that stuff so I guess they kind of were buddies so I, I would have loved to have known well, that, that makes Blake even more of an asshole now like you know right. what I'm saying like forget him dude um 
anyways, uh, so he's out of there. They go on a group date. Um, how does that go? The group date is, like, art-themed, and there's this, like, artist who, you know, has a lot of paintings of flowers, um, flowers of the of the the vaginal like resemblance typically oh, i mean i thought, I, we I, thought all... I saw tulips uh-huh. all right yeah yep i hated that yeah i mean so, that's what it were though so then they're all asked you know make some art that represents you know their journey love whatever the essence of um katie some of them do Justin actually knows how to paint a nice rose. I think he might have been the guy from the opening, like the limo, like the first episode that painted like nice roses. And like he actually has like some skills. Um, So he painted like some nice stuff and then like some weird, more stick figurey stuff. He must have been running out of time. Um, Michael A makes a like a molded clay, seemingly butt of Katie's. I don't know. They, she has no butt. That's what they were trying to say. Yeah, it was uh, <laughs> it was kind of it was kind of weird. Um, he was like, "I call this the shot from behind." Like what? Yeah, <laughs> Andrew. Um, I forget what Andrew's painting was, but Andrew's was like sushi. Oh yeah. Um, and then, uh, Blake's we can't even see. They censor out the entire thing, and I'm guessing it had box. to be. I'm guessing it had to be slightly pornographic or whatever for it to be complete. It was just a black box. And I posted this to um, our Instagram stories afterwards because there's a change.org petition going around to being like, get the release of the uncensored version of Blake's drawing, which I think is the funniest thing ever um, because like, I need to know, like we need to know. Um, but uh Prior to this group date, we had seen that Michael A. had done a little FaceTime call with his son. And, you know, that is tugging on the heartstrings of everybody. To me, it feels like foreshadowing that he's going to elect himself to go home because he's been missing his kids. He really gets like kind of emotional about it. But he ends up, you know, getting the group date rose because he talks to Katie about like, you know, his kids and blah, 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 blah. Um, and so he, you know, wins out with the heartstrings on that one. And I mean, I love, I love Michael A. I think he is honestly a great guy. And I think him and Katie are a great match really. But, um, I, I just feel like this kind of show is really hard for either a single parent or something of that nature, because it's really asking a lot of you to like completely, you know, be away from your kids or kid for that amount of time. Um, So anyways, um, you know, what else we got? Then the one-on-one date with Mike the Virgin happens. We have Jean the Cuddle Queen come in to make them, you know, get intimate without being too intimate. So work on their cuddling and, uh, you know, embracing each other and joining as one in energy. And... There's so much awkward energy around all of it, just in general. There's a lot of awkward giggling. They can't, like, they feel weird. Like, I feel like Katie's, like, trying to brush off how weird she feels. And then Mike P. just really goes for the jugular by uh, just saying how much Katie reminds him of 
his mom. And I'm going to be honest, uh, no lady wants to hear that. I don't want to be told by any man that I remind them of their mother because, um, you know, that is not sexy. That is uh, a little a little weird. And, um, you know, it's funny because, like, guys say that's, like, so normally sometimes. And it's like, you know. That's that's why I brought up Freud in the in our little teaser of the intro because, like, that is such a Freud thing. No, like, but they'll say, is, like, every every guy wants, like, a girl. A, a girl like his mom it's like what like i don't understand why yeah. what the hell does that even mean like that's just weird like i don't know yeah but, but freud, no offense, freud mom, has told us saying. psychology yeah. um, um oedipus complex up in this bitch but i that was obviously the nail in the coffin for katie she just was well, not I feeling just it i just don't think that was the best date like for them you know, at that time. But I feel like they do that kind of stuff on purpose to like really kind of force somebody like Mike or somebody, you know, with their relationship dynamic into a situation. It's like, okay, if we can make it through something that's this uncomfortable or like doesn't really mesh with our dynamic, then we'll be worth it. And obviously for Katie, it wasn't it. Mm -hmm. And she doesn't even let him get to the dinner portion of their date. And, um, sends him home yeah and his sad little white linen outfit that they changed into to cuddle which i don't understand but because once again she was in a basic ass t-shirt and jeans again for this day and i'm like what is more comfortable than that sister whatever yeah Her I, I just needs to be fired i honestly uh yeah he got he got kind of shafted there at the end but what are you gonna do she's already yeah. found people she's actually into so it's kind of look at the draw at that point. Agreed. And, and she huh. just tried to give it a chance. Like, it's not like they were actually, like, you know, probably a good fit or anything anyway. So it is what it is. Um, so anyways, yeah, we come down to the rose ceremony. And I was pretty confident going into this rose ceremony and the cocktail party where Andrew even redoes their first date and says that you know, he's falling for her and whatever. I'm like, ah, I'm pretty confident with what I think the outcome of this is going to be. Knowing that when Justin had his one-on-one date, it seemed like not that deep of a connection. It seems like whatever. But no, I was I was mistaken because she ends up uh, sending, she only has really like two roses to give out based on who she already sent home and who she gave roses to on dates. So she ends up choosing Justin over Andrew. So that makes it Greg, Michael A, um, Justin, and uh, who am I missing? Blake. And um, Andrew gets sent home and she's like really torn up about it as like she's walking him out and everything like that. And, when that all happens, we still have like 20 minutes of this episode left. So I'm like, all right, something's about to happen because uh, this episode is not over. Um, and, you know, they're not going to give us a, 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 the beginning of hometown dates yet. Um, so when that the rest of this episode happens, we have Andrew come back for like a closure goodbye, a better goodbye that wasn't as sad or something. I don't really understand the reasoning behind him, like, just being like, okay, I'm going to come back because, like, I wanted to give you a better goodbye, blah, blah, blah. And she's obviously, like, so excited to see him. And then he leaves her a note 
that says, if you change your mind, I'll be waiting, Andrew, smiley face. See, this is where it gets confusing. It's like, all right, well, why even write that? And then she does end up changing her mind. And he's like, yeah, she runs (laughs) after him. She's running through this whole resort and like runs after him. And she gets to him and like jumps on him and like they talk. And she's all like, what if, what if you could stay a little longer? Knowing that she's like, what if, you know, I, you know, finesse some things with the producers help you stay and Andrew pretty much is like nah you know I appreciate that but it's gonna be a no for me dog and then in his little like interview he's like you know I want a wife that wants to choose me I don't want her to like you know second guess her choice on me which I mean I gotta give Andrew props for that I just don't understand why he wrote that note that like I mean, he he like set her up. I mean, and essentially, it was. I mean, he set her up to uh, to get to be able to say no to her. You know what I'm saying? Like that's not yeah, the name it's of like the show. He technically got dumped. Yeah, and he got his, like, no, no, no. He got like I got a dump. He got five <laughs> minutes to be the bachelor. You know what I'm saying? Where he's like, no, no yeah, he made his he made his real. That is for sure. His real was made. Yeah. Um. And and the well, I, I, I so, actually I'm not gonna lie. Um, I cried during that scene a little bit. <laughs> wow, were yeah. you getting emotional? I think I have been Damn. a little emotional, but like for some reason, like it was the music and the editing, and I just love like rom com. The music was so intense. I was just like, like I, was... I, I just couldn't help it. I was like, I'm just gonna let it go. I was feeling the emotions, and like tears start coming down my eyes. I'm like, you know why? Because I'm just like, he's such a good guy. And I don't know what the hell she's thinking. How could you feel like this about someone and, and say four other guys? Like, you know, it just doesn't make sense to me. It's just sad because, like, what are you holding back on him from? He's He is a great guy. Like, I, I swear, like, he's my favorite person out of, like, this whole show. And I mean, I think he's great, too. And I really thought, like, her connection with him was much stronger than Justin's. I mean, I love Justin funny. because he's got great facial expressions. And I feel like he adds something every time he's on screen but like when they oh, have like, their like one she of them like ends up kissing him like while he's painting it. and they even justin was like giving like the crazy eyes remember when the she, eyes like, yeah made out with him in front of everybody and he was like wait what we get to do that <laughs> right that's my thing i'm like i don't understand like it almost felt like she was almost going to give andrew the group date rose at one point of that date from when we watched it. So it's just, it's super confusing I mean, to me. he super stupid because he did all that just to like, you know, he did like a recreation of their first date and he just felt really dumb. Like I, 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 I do, he should have just, I think he did it great actually, you know? Well, yeah, so I get why, you know, I, I get why he. I'd be surprised if he doesn't end up being like a bachelor. I really kind of think he's going to be a bachelor. I'm really interested to see uh, Men Tell All actually. Um, I feel like usually the tell-alls I don't like, but this men tell-all I think is going to be interesting because I feel like there's it's just a, a strong... lot of different things. The girls are going to be there, the host and everything. And there's a lot. And of you know how messed up thoughts. it was that they were like, Andrew, I'm sorry, but you got to go. Like the girls just came in to say that to him. It's like peace, and then they walk away. I know it was so <laughs> funny because they didn't even because there's only two it's like, roses you are the to weakest give out. Link, Andrew, goodbye. <laughs> they didn't even do the whole, like, this is the final, like, gentlemen, this is the final rose, like, Katie. But, like, 
they didn't even do that because there's only two roses. I'm like, why didn't they just stay out there? Why didn't they just come out there, say that, and then stay out there and be all like, you know, whatever? Because, like, at that point, what? It's like, why didn't even Minutes. send Caitlin they were... out there? <laughs> right. And just walks like, out to, like, listen to Taisha say, like, let this guy down. And then they're like, I wonder what the talk is when they get back into the room after doing that. They're like, damn, that suck. Like, I don't want to do that. <laughs> Why do we have to do this? That's what I'd be saying. I know. I saw Caitlin had posted on her Instagram this week, like, her outfit from the rope ceremony. She's all like, when you only get two minutes of airtime, you got to make it work. <laughs> like, she, like, in a yeah. Um, so, yeah. So, I mean, we'll see what happens with these. Uh, like, an interesting thing that came out of this episode, too, going into next week's hometown um was blake just like blatantly saying how he doesn't he's not in love yet and it's just kind of aggressive like he's so cocky i feel like um and and it's it's, it's coming off not like as like honest and like like honest communication it's just coming off like he's like trying to save himself like i don't know he thinks he looks good but he's not actually coming off looking that great well and especially because, and he like says, like he later says how that is almost concerning to him that he said that he's like, maybe blah, blah, blah. But then he also says earlier in the episode, he's like, well, I know nobody else has the same bond that we have, which right. almost makes me feel like there was more than just like a DM or two between them. Like, it makes me feel like there might have been something more going on. But um, I mean, I guess we'll who's just have to, to see? Um, well, yeah. Do we have any other Bachelor news? Um, I don't really believe so. I didn't find, I'm like trying to remember if I saw anything I mean, specific. they just kind of released the cast for Bachelor in Paradise. Yeah, we talked about that last week. Yeah, I, I think there, uh, I mean, there's going to be a lot more that come out of it and stuff like that. But I mean, as the guys from last week, and I, I wonder if they're going to introduce any like new people from that got let go this week or... Right. There's rumored casts that I still know about that they haven't been um, um, actually announced yet. So, um, like who? Like Victoria's. A lot of the Victoria girls. Like All that. the Victorias were on the list. Like were on the list that I saw last week. Really? Because I yeah. didn't see them Queen in the Vic- pictures. Queen Victoria, Victoria Larson. Um, I feel like there's one more Victoria. Yeah, the hot Victoria, <laughs> Fuller. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah. she wasn't on that list, and I think she's going to be there. That's what I'm trying to say. But um, uh-huh. you know how they bring in the hot people, like, in a little bit to get it really going, stirring up the pot. So. Yeah, I saw the little preview of uh, Queen Victoria. She's going to come in as Goddess Victoria this time. So, Jeez. Uh, she's, uh, you know, really, she got some Botox, and she feels like she can level up. But um, <laughs> Get it, girl. Well, um, okay. <laughs> Um, well, let's talk about this week's Slapper of the Week. Um, I picked this song because, honestly, I've been listening to this song over and over again. Um, I'm not really sure when it came out, but it's definitely getting popping because I was starting to see it everywhere. To be honest, where the first time I saw it was on, uh, I think, Lori, Lori Harvey. She had post- posted something about Michael B. Jordan and mm-hmm. um, had that music in the background. I'm like, damn, what's that fucking song? And I was yeah, like, the song has been popping off on like Instagram reels and stories lately. Yeah. So if you haven't heard this song, it's called Essence by Wizkid featuring Thames. Essence by Wizkid. It's a it's a slapper. It's this week's slapper. Um, definitely add that to um, and check out our future Bachelor podcast playlist on Spotify. That's where we're updating our playlist each week. So 
listened to that a lot this week in Lake George for all the partying we were doing. Oh, for so, sure. Yeah. <clears throat> so check that out. V, do you have any shout outs? I do. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Uh, I have a bunch of birthdays. I wanted to first do a belated birthday shout out to compadre Kate Steinberg. It was her birth, her 30th this past weekend. Um, didn't realize her and Chad had such close birthdays. Uh, they're like only a week apart. Yeah. Um, and then um, my brother Jack's birthday is in a couple of days on the 21st. And then it's my mom's birthday on the 24th uh, to really kick off Leo season. Um, and then I wanted to shout out my uncle John and his soon-to-be wife Christine. I'll be going home this weekend to celebrate them. Um, and I'm excited to see my dad's side of the family for that. So well, that's what's up. Um, I am just shouting out my Lake George friends, everyone that I've been able to get to see, but specifically Lake House crew, Luke, Scott, um, randomly got to see one of my best friends, Heath, that I had no idea was going to be coming home either. So um, that's what's up. And then also JT and Story, who I'm visiting right now and um, giving me the hospitality until I go back to Atlanta. So shout out to everyone. Pew, pew, pew. Pew, pew, pew. Pew, pew. Guys, that's been our show. Um, I know a little shorter than usual. We still made it happen, though. Um, always you know what it is thank you guys for hanging in there um I, i'm 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 kind of excited about hometowns um I, I i don't know though like you you would expect them to see you would maybe see some type of little bit more drama in the preview with the parents but we didn't see any of that no so i'm wondering what's up with that you know usually you get like at least one weird dad or something you know or one weird mom or sibling or ex or something but um didn't see any of that in the preview, so I, I'm, I'll be on the lookout for that next week. But um, V, what are you what are you getting into this weekend? I'll be back home. Oh, that's um, at that wedding. Yep, it's gonna it's a very low key, you know, just little family get together. Honestly, um, so it'll be nice to be back in the land of Chicago Italian food. Uh, one of my many ventures back home. So. Um, that's what I will be doing. It's just going to be a quick, quick little turnaround trip Friday night to Monday morning. So, yep, that will be me. Well, I, um, I hate to miss you that I'll be coming back and, um, won't be seeing, um, this weekend, but, uh, I will be trying to figure out something to do. You know me. So guys, beware. Size coming back to Atlanta. Oh, wow. Jeez. You know what it is, guys. This yeah, has been... it's, Atlanta can't handle both of us in it at the same time not, anymore. Really. Not, not there in summer. Not there in summer. <laughs> I know, really. It's all like, ah, only one of you at a time. Yeah. It's like every other weekend, it's like, I get a weekend, you get a weekend. Exactly. We can't cause a, a scene. Uh, a nexus event, as they would say in yes. Loki. <laughs> Actually, that was I was trying to think of things like that, like a paradox or something. But um, anyways, you, I like the nexus event thing. Um, yeah. All right, V. Well, shout out to everybody out there, guys. You know what it is. Future Bachelor Podcast. My name is Cy. I'm Veronica. And we'll see you next week. All right. Deuces. Bye. Future Bachelor Podcast.